welcome again everyone to another Firelit podcast episode. Uh, this episode, we're doing something new. Well, we're introducing new people and they're going to be part of the main team. And I'm so excited to introduce them and see, you know, what they have to share for us. And they'll, they'll be the team I'll be trusting. Um, and... Yeah, we'll just see how it goes. We're just going to share what about storytelling we love and how we got into it and what, you know, what makes it special for each one of us. Uh, for me, as I shared in the last episode, I started out very young. I started reading very young children's books uh, and watching YouTube videos and um falling in love with movies and cartoons and all of that and from there um, because of my education I got to find out more about themes and um, techniques literary techniques and um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm quite nervous I will not lie because <laughs> technically we haven't spoken to each other yet um, but this is the this is the starting point. And then maybe in the future, we'll get to compare our chemistry. <laughs> like what was it before the school year uh, or at the start of the school year and what it's like, you know, uh, by the end. We'll, we'll make a podcast episode about that. But that's enough from me. I'm CJ, your host. And let's see, who shall we start with? Does anyone want to volunteer to start talking about their story um hello my name is millie Bolin. i um am a senior and i contrary i don't really read a lot of books but i like reading i like listening to music a lot like i always listen to music i'm always listening to music and i feel like with music it's like not only with the lyrics but like the vibe of like the um instruments too and also like the lyrics can um be about the like writer themselves or just like a random thing that like popped into their minds which i think is really cool and um i started out um reading like when i was like a child my uh teachers would read uh west side school or something i forget the name but it was like really cool and like the uh teachers were like crazy and the students were weird and i feel like that really showed me how like nothing is really in a box you know it's like everyone can just be who they are and i feel like that really shaped me to who i am and um yeah since then I really like listening to stories. Um, when uh, I go like camping every summer at a camp, and one year my uh, counselor like told the story of the notebook like line by line and like described like every single scene, and I like was so enchanted by just like how she could just tell a story and even though it like wasn't her story like she loved it so much that she like could portray like so many characters just with her like herself 
And I remember just like crying with her and all of my friends. And so I sort of like those stories. I love listening to podcasts too of like storytelling and um, yeah, of like real stories that like happen to people and how like um, it like shows me different perspectives of people. And I feel like that's really cool because like I can't really be in other people's perspective because I'm in my own perspective. So like seeing the world from other people's uh, viewpoints is really like eye opening and um, crazy. And I just really love it. And I joined the podcast team because I want to learn about how other people are affected by storytelling. And also I want to talk about music. Um, my whole application was about like how music affects people. And I really want to talk about that. So yeah, I know. So yeah. Cool. Thank you, Millie. So you're more of the listener type. You're more of into songs and yeah, listening to podcasts. I mean, that's why we have a podcast is to essentially yeah. listen, right? And sometimes yeah. it is easier to kind of listen. Mm-hmm. Well, for me personally, because, you know, you're not reading from a book or text, but someone's like enunciating to you with tone. And um, I don't know, there's a certain flair that just talking to someone or listening to someone has versus, you know, I mean, we can't obviously take away um, the magic of imagining your own, you know, your own scenario in your head as the the writer kind of directs you to it. But yeah, but listening is also great. And um, yeah. Yeah. When I read books, I'm in a really bad habit of creating people's own names. Like in Divergent, I think her name is like, I forget her name, but I used to call her Tara. And that's definitely just not her name at all. So when me and my friends were talking about that book, because I was obsessed with that series, she kept on like saying her name. And I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. And she was like, it's the main character. What are you, what are you talking about? And I don't know. I just feel like books, it's like really like you get to choose like what you take away from it. And I feel like that, like from all the books, like even if they're assigned to me by school, they like just give the knowledge that I wouldn't have uh, if I didn't read them. Awesome. Thank you, Millie. Who wants to go next? Okay, Gaurav, go ahead. Okay, so my name is Gaurav Sharma. I am a senior. Um, and I'd say I got into reading like most other Indian kids my age. Um, it started off with this little book called Panch Tantra, which is basically like this five tales that like in ancient times, there was this teacher who taught like two basically wild princes about like, you know, just moral stories that would get them into more in line with being a king because they were quite rebellious. So this is quite common for everybody, even nowadays growing up in India, you kind of get introduced with that. Um, so I kind of took a liking to the whole picture storytelling, it was more visual storytelling than novels. It moved on to, there's this weekly digest called Tinkle. And my aunt and I used to travel to a train station because she would go to her job sometimes when she was living in my hometown. So I would follow along with her and we would get this 
this tinkle digest coming back from from her work. So it's like I used to accompany her on her weekends sometimes because she worked then. Um, I would get this book. I would talk to everyone about it. It was quite popular in this like tiny little section of people I'd created in like grade second, which is just, we just talked about comic books. Uh, that moved on to, like kind of fell out of reading for a while. I focused more on this other extra, extracurricular stuff, trying to get into sports and stuff. Um, then I moved to Delhi and then I found this author called Ruskin Bond. Uh, he's quite popular here. I had the pleasure of meeting him in person. He's a great guy. Um, you wrote a book called Panther's Moon. And these are all books, more like slice of life stuff. So it's really about his personal experiences. Some of them I'm pretty sure are fantasy because then I really don't think a person can really have a life that exciting. Um, he would talk about this funny life of fun slice of life stuff, which I think is quite rare nowadays, especially like being in a school and stuff. You usually analyze books that are more thematic and kind of plot oriented instead of just talking about life as in general. From that, I was like, I was really into this Ruskin Bond author for quite some time <laughs> before I decided to leave India and move to Kenya. And that's where I got into comic books again. So it's like a full circle. I'm even doing my extended essay about a comic book. So kind of ties into the whole moving international thing. It's just linked to comic books for me. So yeah, I'd say I've, I've joined the podcast scene definitely because I was interested in the whole podcast idea. I'm kind of like a a silent person in the whole podcast scenes like on some subreddits and just listening to some podcasts on spotify and stuff i never quite understood how you would get into the whole like production side of things and then they had the opportunity to find out ism has their own podcast team so i was like might as well try something new yeah oh yeah. my god oh my god okay that's so interesting i'm glad that you know you uh us as liham Liham, we can give you a a platform, and this is like something new for you. So I'm glad I'm happy about that. Um, how about tell us about the author that you met, and like what kind of stories, like slice of life stories that you wrote. Okay, so Ruskin Bond, he lives in northern India. Has this quaint little town. It's quite popular, actually. So I went there with my grandparents. It's this common resort destination. You just go there at least once in a lifetime if you live in North India. Just, it's just a tick in a box. So I was like, this is probably going to be very normal, probably nothing exciting. So I was just going to, like, as you may know or may not know, like North Indians love tea. Like they'd probably kill someone for tea. <laughs> so um, we just on our way to like this tiny little shop uphill. Um, to get that they're quite popular for its tea and i was like fine i'm i'm not interested in tea but i'll accompany anyone so like, just look outside so i walked there uh and then surprisingly out of nowhere because i didn't know what he looked like surprisingly because on the back of this book he always has this tiny little picture it's quite old by the time that he looks different from what he looks in the picture now but then not crazy different enough so they won't recognize him so i was just sitting there in front of the author and i was like I, am I sure that's him? Uh, this, this was actually even grade fourth and fifth. So actually, was I get sentient enough to realize that people exist outside of books? Um, <laughs> so I was just looking at him and I was like, "Am I sure that's him? Should I approach him?" And then, funnily enough, I didn't end up doing that. But he said something because I was just staring at this guy. 
this tiny little fourth grade kid just staring at you all the time, really drinking tea. Uh, and he talked to me about, like, if, if I read, read his books and I told him about Panther's Moon. Uh, so Panther's Moon is a series of short stories. Um, most of them revolve around his like, familiar life, so his aunts and uncles and how he grew up. Because he grew up in Kashmir, which is, it's different now. Um, then what it is, it's just in this weird spot of how it's treated. It's like this is a sensitive matter nowadays sometimes. So uh, it was, he grew up there and that, there in Dehradun, he was in these two places. He's, he's a northern Indian kid. So he would talk to me about those places. It, the conversation didn't last long. Maybe I'm just imagining that whole conversation. Probably lasted 15 minutes, but yeah. I just found it, I just complimented how I found this like, slice of life thing interesting. Because the school forced us to read this, these boring books of the time. I was like, okay, I'll do that for school. But then they didn't really interest me. But then his books, they so just talked about how that's affected me as a reader. Oh, that's really cool. Like actually getting to know the, <laughs> the author of the book that you read. That's really a once in a lifetime experience, I would say. Um, but yeah, another thing I wanted to mention on is like, I love uh how diverse we are as you know as a team because you know we come from different origins you know half well half of us are filipino um i think or yeah but um you know you've got people like gaurav who have traveled to kenya and who have been to india and now is studying in the philippines so it's great to kind of get that global representation in our team so i'm happy about that as well thank you for sharing let's have the next person volunteer who wants to go next okay phoebe okay hi i'm phoebe i'm in 10th grade and like many of the people here i first started getting to storytelling through books so growing up when i was a kid we weren't we weren't really allowed to watch TV or it was very limited. So gadgets and TV was like um limited in our house. So I had no choice but to read books, right? Um, so I grew up reading a lot of books, specifically like Filipino legends and children's books that kind of those books that teach you like values and morals, you know. Um, I also read a lot of books from Filipino authors so yeah um storytelling has always been a big part of my childhood um but it became more prominent in grade 8 when we wrote memoirs and I remember reading my classmates memoirs and it just made me see them in a different way and it like it I always thought that before that, like, we were kind of far away because, you know, I'm from the Philippines and I've been here all my life and they've experienced, like, so many different things. They've seen more people than I did and um, seen more places. But it kind of made me realize that, you know, even though we kind of have completely different upbringings, we shared similar stories and experiences, especially with how we grew up. So... Storytelling is very important to me because, you know, each individual has different 
ways of doing it, yet they're able to kind of convey the message they want to say regardless of the medium. For example, art, writing, um, or music, or filmmaking. So personally, I'm into films like right now. Um, so storytelling is such a vital thing for me. And it just allows you to know more about the world and it allows you to explore the different things the world has to offer, you know. And learning never stops, I think. Even when you die, there is so much things that you've left unlearned. So I think storytelling helps kind of bridge that. And um, it's always storytelling will always be an important aspect in our journey of learning more about what is around us. So yeah, I joined the podcast team because I remember listening to Firelit like a few days before the application was closing. And I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> um, it was, I remember listening to the episode where they were talking about the United States. And it was just so amazing how, you know, students like that can talk about, you know, issues like that. And I wanted to have meaningful conversations with other people who might share the same, like, vision of like how the world works and stuff and that's just very cool to do so yeah ah that's so that's so wholesome Phoebe I also love film um well I love all sorts of storytelling but I also take film class so we have that in common and um I love what you said about the memoirs and how you actually how it destroyed your first impression of them kind of because obviously we all have our own first impressions of people and to an extent those impressions or those uh, initial prejudices can be true but there is a point where um, new new ones kind of takes over and you get to learn about this person completely in the different side of life like you know, for example, as Filipinos, we didn't grow up with much. Um, but then we have like classmates who have, you know, experienced kind of more things in life. But, you know, and then we have our first impressions of each other. And that kind of creates conflict because um, our first impressions tend to lack in detail about the other person. So storytelling again knowing each other's stories is so important and um again you don't have to be you don't have to be that character in order to feel their suffering like usually this people that you see in stories uh, are part of the extreme demographics in life like you know we, we see films about cops and presidents and or more like you know, poor people, people in depth, the depths of suffering, but um, we're we're and we're not those characters. We're our own characters. We're our own main characters in our life. Um, but it doesn't mean that we're not them. It doesn't mean that we're not. We we don't know their suffering as well. We know there's something innate and um, you just. There's something innate about human suffering and <laughs> we all experience each other's pain and it's important to be vulnerable um, to find the solutions to that suffering and pain. So yeah, 
Thank you for sharing, Phoebe. Who else wants to share? We have three more people. Okay, Gloria, let's go. <laughs> Hi, I'm Gloria, and I'm a junior this year. Um, so basically, I think literature and storytelling has been something very dear to me since a young age. It was a way for me to cope and understand myself better. And I just remember writing short stories for my friends because they really enjoyed reading the tales that I would come up with during my free time in class. And, you know, being such a vivid daydreamer, storytelling, writing and reading, they were basically like the perfect outlets for me. And I think one of the main reasons that I joined Firelit is to truly embrace that part of myself that creates fantasies and worlds beyond anything like the mundane. And I'm just really excited to embark on this journey. And I'm really excited to work with such amazing people that are on this team. Ah, that's great. Gloria, oh, thank you for joining. Gloria is also one of my very close friends. And uh, I miss talking to her in real life. And it's great that she's an she's actually an author. Like, she has her own book. Next is... Hi. Um, I'm Marnie, and I'm also in 10th grade. And I've been at ISM since about 8th grade. So, when I'm going to talk about my reasons for... When I think about my reasons for loving storytelling and my appreciation for literature, I feel like the earliest date I can pinpoint that was my grade school days where I would normally just read books for the sake of looking at those illustrations and um, just visualizing in my head, picturing some sort of movie that would make the story make sense for someone as young as I was back then. And eventually when I grew older, the most vivid experience that I've had in terms of storytelling and actually reading a book <laughs> was when I was in third grade, I think, and my sister handed me a book called Dork Diaries by Rachel Renee Russell. And that book was definitely a classic because it was a version or something similar to, let's say, Diary of a Wimpy Kid with a lot of illustrations and it's in like diary entry format with really cute handwriting fonts and like illustrations that just make you relate to it and immerse you because it's a really relatable story and very easy to read and very digestible to someone who's like in third grade. <laughs> and I eventually got obsessed with the series to the point that it even inspired me to write something in Microsoft Word in my family's computer because I wanted to publish my own children's book or something as a third grader. And I was just typing whatever came into my head. Oh, this main character is going to have a an, an annoying younger brother and she's going to there's there's going to be a bunch of illustrations where she pictures what's going on in 
her younger brother's head or something. And I want this character to be a super awesome person who can do everything or something. And whatever I wrote in that document, I actually printed it in my like printer here at home and I would staple the sides of the book just so that it can be flipped and like look like a book, but obviously it's very low quality. <laughs> and being able to just type down whatever was going on in my head and picturing, oh, I can actually write a story and I'm so excited to um, just make something cute and nice for myself. But that eventually faded as I grew older because my grade schooler self did not have the attention span to um, <laughs> maintain this writing habit. But worry not, because though I stopped with writing, I, would, I wouldn't stop with my own form of storytelling. And that just stayed in my imagination in the form of like scenes or like I would imagine like maybe it's an animation, maybe it's going to be a film. And sometimes when I'm in like the car, and the radio is playing. I would imagine like characters in my head singing those songs. And I'd imagine like scenes from those songs. And it just stayed in my imagination. I never got to um, write that. I never got to film that or draw that. I was just content with it staying in my head until about fifth and sixth grade when I met friends who liked to write and I read their fan fiction and other writing and art. And eventually that also inspired me to make my own again. So I was reintroduced to writing. I was just there to tell the story of what goes on in my head. And it was a good platform to put the vivid stories into something tangible or something. And from that moment, I knew that my passion for storytelling and self-expression wouldn't fade away so quickly because the next year in like seventh grade, I got into poetry and I definitely explored how writing can be a platform, not just for making something sounding pretty or whatever, but it's also for you to express yourself and for you to express the emotions that you wouldn't be able to describe in just a casual discussion with someone, you know? And the very next year I got into ISM and that's when my love for writing was really developed and encouraged. Like what with what Phoebe said earlier, the memoir unit was a good start for me to express myself and get to know others and eventually English class became one of my favorites because I was always interested in learning about how to develop my writing and how to enhance my reading experience. I was never really a huge reader until I got into ISM and even the required readings were like, didn't feel like homework at that point. It felt like 
it was just um something that I just enjoyed and I would always love to analyze them because knowing how beautiful their writing can be inspires me that one day I can also write as good as them and I would love to express myself even through just analyzing their text just seeing your own experience reflected upon someone else's writing is very powerful and yeah I mean that's just how I started writing and now here I am at 10th grade um and I might I might not be writing fan fiction or those little novels <laughs> that I imagined myself to be but I am reading and I do love analyzing text because I know that it's going to be a good foundation for me to one day express myself a lot more creative creatively, you know. So I think that's it. Awesome. Thank you, Marnie. That's great to get claps from Gaurav over there. <laughs> um, I, I like how we all started with like ch children reading children's books like, you know, uh, Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, um, Wimpy Kid. Um, if you know this, Hieronymo Stilts. Yeah, he yeah. was the mouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right, right. And then move it moved on to like writing stuff on Wattpad, and then we got like into uh, fan fictions. Well, that's more for like the girls, <laughs> but the girls will know what I'm talking about. And um, but then it like as we grew older, it developed into this um deeper, more um more beautiful, more in-depth uh, analysis and appreciation for, you know, more serious topics. So, you know, that it's kind of, whoa, like, when I read this children's book, I didn't know in the future I would be writing something so, you know, profound. So be proud of yourselves for that. Thank you, Marnie. Thank Last, you. Last but not least... Um, so hi, I'm David Lim and I'm a junior. Um, I actually got into storytelling via boredom. So as a kid, I used to watch a ton of National Geographic and Discovery because I didn't want to stay on Disney Channel and watch the same Phineas and Ferb episode for the hundredth time. Um, but because of that, my family found it kind of weird that I grew up on, you know, Club Penguin and Cat in the Hat only to then transition <laughs> for a love of reading about air crash disasters, oil spills, <laughs> and political turmoil overseas. So, you know, not the usual kid experience, I guess. But, but you know, I was still a kid. Um, so I did also love reading books such as Wimpy Kid and the Percy Jackson series. These were kind of my entry to fiction. Um, fast forward a couple of years and now I'm in HS. I love watching video essays, documentaries, and talks about pretty much anything and everything. Ironically, I'm not much of a writer, which is weird. I know I'm part of a Liham podcast team. But what, what I do like is storytelling. Uh, I think reading just so happened to be the medium which I got those stories. But I think that's why I, as a kid, I loved watching, you know, 
all of those hour-long documentaries that run at 9 p.m. on Nat Geo or Shark Week and Discovery. Um, because I just like immersing myself in the stories others had, regardless of if it was through books, if it was through videos, documentaries, or like case studies. Right. I like storytelling because it allows me to empathize and immerse myself in topics, experiences, and views that I wouldn't be able to get otherwise. Um, because, you know, I'm just a teenager from the Philippines who hasn't really gotten much exposure past ISM. Um, so these stories are a way for me to learn more than I would have just stuck here. Uh, it's special to me because people, like, I'm not the best at socializing. And through trial and error, I've realized, wow, people aren't receptive to learning about disasters or cold hard statistics about death or something you know and experiences and stories are more vivid and people empathize with that more people relate to that more and if you want any impact or uh, any friends I guess you'd have to figure out a way to make yourself um, understandable I think stories are a form of communication that we have, not necessarily just to communicate our ideas, but even just to communicate our everyday lives and what happens in them. So I joined the podcast team because I like talking about things. Uh, really, anything goes um, because I think discussions can only lead to more learning. It's just whether that learning is useful in the short term or long term or not. Uh, I'm very much aware that I have biases and I think that by being able to participate in the podcast, I like I mitigate that somewhat um, because my person uh, I mitigate my personal bias somewhat um, and keep myself open to new things. Cool, awesome, and yes, David is an avid fan of talking <laughs> and thinking about things a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, we talk not yeah we talk outside of school a lot and like. We get into deeper conversations, but it's good, you know. Even though David's side of listening to stories is darker, <laughs> I would argue. Yeah, no, <laughs> you don't need to argue. That is that is the case. Yes, yes, that is the case. <laughs> um, like you know, I always try to remind everyone that there's a brighter side to the story, and I think personally. Um, I've always been an optimist, but like reading other people's stories and then reading, you know, famines and plagues that happen, you know, in other parts of the world makes me realize, okay, maybe sometimes I am living in my own bubble. So, you know, I have to be aware of these topics that happen uh, in other countries because, you know, you know, uh, reading and knowing other stories kind of mitigates, yeah, what, as David said, bias. And um, the goal is really to understand the human condition as a whole and, you know, empathizing with other people. And this is a platform where we can do that. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's everyone in our team. Um, does anyone else want to share anything else that they something that popped into their head uh any closing remarks or something they learned from this 
uh, uh, this session? Um, I guess if I may share, we're all weird. <laughs> like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, I just realized that uh, after, after everyone sharing their points, we all have very different backgrounds and experiences with storytelling and literature and writing, and like just all forms of media. I find it interesting how, despite all of that, we all kind of have common ground in that storytelling is a powerful medium or, and literature and writing is a, way, uh, is a really good way of self-expression. Um, I, I wonder then if literature is something that should be considered like, like universal or if it's more of the empathy that we're able to get from literature and, and media that, that's more universal to the human condition. That's a good question. Is it just literature or is it about the stories? I think it's about the stories for the most part because, you know, other people have other expressions of art. You know, you have visual art and film and music. Um, those kind of are, the, un, are under the umbrella of storytelling. And it's, again, about connecting your pain with the character's pain so yeah um you know it's it's good to kind of slow down and listen to another person just speaking so that you can reset and you um you know find really what the purpose is of studying and living and uh yeah well welcome this is our team yay